Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View, the show that every single day celebrates the men and women who are making Coast of Mississippi such an amazing place to live, work, and play. Hey, listen, uh, if you missed the show yesterday, I would really encourage you to tune in. I had Terry Green, co-owner of Island View and Beach View uh, Casinos in Gulfport. And, um, you know, we had one, we had a great visit to, together in the first week of Coast View. He and uh, Rick Carter, his co uh, his his partner in those casinos, fascinating show, one of the one of the most watched shows we've ever done on Coastview. But Rick's gotten into the thoroughbred business. He's breeding thoroughbreds, racing thoroughbreds. His uh, his horse Gulfport will race this weekend in Saratoga, and it was a, just a fascinating conversation about this business that he's in. It's a huge business for him and uh, a great passion. He's been in the horse business for many 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 years, and more recently in 2018 got into the. Th- thoroughbred business, but a uh, great friend to to, uh, to coastal Mississippi, grew up in Gulfport. Uh, Rick and Terry both are from Gulfport, and what a, what a, hundreds of millions of dollars they've invested in coastal Mississippi. Wow, what a great story. Uh, actually, it seems kind of fitting, actually, after saying that I visited with Terry Green yesterday to, to say that I have Michael Sunderman today, the president and publisher of M2 Media. They have uh, South Mississippi Living, Discover South Mississippi Jackpot Magazine, and, and Mississippi Gaming News. He's been a regular here on Coast View. Before we go any further, let me just say, how you doing, Michael? I'm doing great. Thanks, Ricky. It's good. You, you heard what I said. I mean, the show yesterday with Terry Green was fascinating. But, boy, I tell you, you know, when you think about this, this week being the 17th anniversary of Katrina, and the many decisions that had to be made back when they bought, when Rick and Terry bought Gulfport Harris, um, I mean, at the time, that was a risky dang decision. We didn't know how it was all going to turn out. I mean, but they have made a, a, a history, had a history of make taking risks that have turned out to be really important for Coastal Mississippi. And just about every gaming company had to make similar stories, had to make similar decisions. Mm-hmm. It's amazing that was just 17, or I say just 17 years. Yeah. It's amazing that 17 years has gone by, isn't it? It is fast. I was I was just at, at a store yesterday. And I, I I saw the date. It just it kind of hit me on the head. August 29th. Hey, that's Katrina Day. But I don't. I didn't think it was 17 years ago. It feels more like five or eight you know years ago. It just we have so many memories just ingrained in our brains and seeing the damage and the uh, and all the destruction and the deaths. And but you look around now and you say, what hurricane? This coast uh, has rebounded very nicely. Yeah, I have. Uh, I mentioned to you off the air that Josh Morgan, who's been on the show many times, he's actually going to be on the show in the next few days. Um, he's the top hurricane chaser in the world, and thank God he hasn't had much hurricane chasing to do this year. And thank God for that. But uh, but he has a popular TV show. He also has. He's also the hurricane guy for Weather Nation. So he does remotes from coast of Mississippi regularly, and he did a post on his. You know, he's got following around the world. And he, he, he said that coastal Mississippi is a phoenix rising from the ashes, that we are booming. And it's true, we are. I mean, it took a little bit. Of, we had to get infrastructure fixed and had to get things moving in the right direction. But it has been an amazing accomplishment. And in some ways, he said, we've actually built back bigger and better. And that's true, isn't it, Michael? It really is. I mean, phase one was clean up the mess. You know, that, and that took a couple of years to 
you know, haul all the debris out of here. Phase two was, and I know you were involved with the governor's commission, was let's get a plan and let's let's work that plan. But let's let's come back bigger and stronger and let's plan for a, a long term recovery. Uh, and that plan was put to work. And uh, and thank thank goodness, like we mentioned, the casinos, so many casinos decide to reinvest, not just take their insurance money and leave. And, you know, our friend Rick Carter's probably the biggest success story, all of them, you know, buying the grand casinos and then rebuilding that with the proceeds that he got from the old Copa casino. Um, but we wouldn't be here without the casinos rebuilding. All those jobs would have disappeared, and we would have been in, in sort of the dark ages for a long time down here. I've always said and uh, and written from you know not long after Hurricane Katrina that the sing the casinos would be the single biggest contributor to our recovery because Haley Barber felt like this. He said, first of all, for someone to make a decision to stay in coastal Mississippi after Hurricane Katrina, number one, they they had to have a job. Secondly, that kids had to have be back in school, and it's amazing, you know, whether it's in temporary schools or or the schools that had been repaired. All the kids were back in school by October the first. If you think about that for a minute, man, that is a major, major accomplishment. Yeah. And then they had to have a place to live, and that's why the temporary housing was so important. But, um, but the the reality of getting the jobs back going again, and the the what the casinos did to create temporary gaming operations, and I mean, and then build these. In most cases, and basically every case, uh, better operations, better places for people to go to. Yeah. And, well, the uh, Onshore Gaming Act was the key to that. You know, yeah. allowing them to rebuild, not on floating, you know, bobbers out there, allowing, <laughs> allowing them to be on land where they can survive a, a storm. And I had, as you know, as you mentioned, I was involved in the governance commission as the chairman of the tourism effort, and and as publisher of the Sun Herald, was involved in a lot of really dicey conversations about you know how we're going to get that done. I mean, that, that was a mega mega team effort, major team effort. I mean, to get everybody on the same page so that legislators across the state would would support the the land based gaming provisions, and they did, and that unleashed uh, incredible opportunities for. To Mississippi. So you had the 17th year anniversary, and then you know we just recently celebrated 30th anniversary of gaming here in coastal Mississippi. When you put it all together, buddy, it's been a hell of a journey, hasn't it? It is, and uh, you know the casinos have been the economic engine. Uh, you know they, you know, 30 years ago when they first came to town, people had a big question mark: Is this good or bad for the community? Is this you know good or evil even? Um, and I think within a few short years they found out not just here, but statewide, that it was going to be a tremendous boon to the state economy, taxes, local schools, you name it. Uh, and now it employs, you know, close to 20,000 people statewide. Uh, it is probably the biggest tax payer in the state, if you look at it that way. Uh, in 30 years, we just celebrated 30 years. We did a big section on gaming news for that and a big anniversary of that. It was fantastic to, to look back and, you know, and read those stories of where we started from, from, you know, the old Al Capri docking up on this, uh, you know, a little, a little tugboat basically uh, in Biloxi to what we see now. We see the Beau Ravages and the Scarlet Pearls and the IPs and the, and the Harris and, the, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing to have these major world brands here now. Yeah, you know what, you know, and you and I have talked about this before, but I think for people who may be hearing this for the first time, man, you cannot understate when you, you mentioned all those casinos we could we could literally just go and name every single one of them 
the quality of leadership that's that's at each of those the 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 general managers the the vice president the presidents of these various companies the owners of these companies are incredibly committed to coastal Mississippi and they're working their tails off in the community to help us build a better community, help continue to raise the bar. But when you think about the quality of the leaders they brought to town that helped raise the bar in this community, uh, I mean, we just can't overstate that, can we? No, starting with a guy by the name of Tim Hinckley at the Isle of Capri. And Tim is a dear friend of mine. He's retired up in Michigan. But to have that kind of Midwestern guy come down here and not a slick guy from Atlanta, you know, Atlantic City or Vegas was brilliant. You know, I don't know if it was planned, but it was brilliant to have a guy like that down there. Uh, and then he became, he went all the boards, the chambers, you name it, all the charities. Uh, and he really, really pushed hard. And they all do this. They all push hard that their key executives be involved in, in, in the community, uh, serve on charitable boards. Uh, if you look at the, at the monies raised, uh, on the coast, uh, you know, casinos lead the way in, in terms of charitable giving as well. Yeah, uh, we're putting on a big uh, fashion show in September, Renaissance Runway, the Bacon McCarty Foundation, the IP. Last year we raised one hundred fifty thousand. Uh, we just had a meeting here. We're gonna we're gonna surpass one hundred seventy five thousand this year in a one-night yeah. event, so pretty yeah. cool. Well, actually, we're going to come back and talk a little bit more about that, but real quick on Tim Hinckley, I've told you this story before, but for people who have not heard it, it's a really important story. In the early 90s, when uh, when Alec Capri opened, they, they were very into branding and working in the community. Tim was extremely active, as, as, uh, as Michael just pointed out. I was a young guy. I was production director at the Sun-Herald. Roland had me, you know, learning about the community and working in the community, and we were getting ready for a United Way kick off and I was sitting with, with Tim and we were going down a list and we and the list was very long and we got to like you know, about halfway down the list and it had we needed balloons and this was going to be at the Coliseum where the kickoff was going to take place and Tim says uh, you know we passed right past balloons and he said wait stop go back to balloons how many balloons you got I said I think several hundred we're, we're good there and I started to go to the next item he said oh no you don't understand we need about 10,000 balloons and that's when I realized these guys think bigger than we think. Oh, yeah. They're, just, yeah. they're bringing a whole nother level of of <laughs> capability and expectation. We're talking about raising the bar, they did it. And, you know, you, again, you come to the current moment, you know, with Brandon and, and Jonathan and, and Luann. And, I mean, I could just name them all. It's the quality of leadership that we've got here is second to none. It's, it's, we're very lucky, aren't we? We are, and uh, you know, a lot of these we imported, but a lot of them, you look at a guy like uh, Chet Harrison at Gold Nugget, homegrown, the kid grew up in Wiggins, yeah. um, worked his way up to uh, Rick Carter's Copa uh, Casino, went to Boomtown, and now he's general manager. Uh, yeah. That's a huge success story. Uh, he's. He's really good at what he does, too. Yeah, he He's is. I, I've worked. I've, I, I, I got to get Chet on the show, for a matter of fact. Yeah, Chet's, Chet is a, is a local boy who's done well, and uh, I've enjoyed watching his career. Hey, listen, when we come back, we'll continue the conversation with Michael Sunderman and see what the latest is at M2 Media, not just in terms of working in the community, but how's business. We'll see you after this break. Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. His love for the coast is why he's here. It's Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Supertalk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. 
Welcome back to Coast U. I'm enjoying, as I always do, having a conversation with my friend Michael Sunderman. We go back a long way. And, uh, you know, he's the, the president and publisher of M2 Media, and they publish a lot of different publications. But, Michael, you know, before we get off the casinos, just one last point I want to make. If you think about building back bigger and better with gain, with with with, uh, with the, the investments they made after Hurricane Katrina once we decided we could do land base. And then you mentioned during the break sports betting and how that's really kind of taken on a life of its own. But when you add it all together and compare the numbers to where we were even before Katrina, I mean, these guys have uh, have, have have just literally kept setting records, haven't they? Yeah, we're, we're talking, you know, uh, you know, you go back 20 years ago, we were talking hundreds of millions of dollars in game. Now we're talking billions. Uh, that's a big that's a big factor. Um, so they, they've all stayed focused on what they're doing. They've surrounded themselves with great people. Uh, a cool thing, I went to the airport uh, uh, last week. Uh, the Beau Rivage brought in the one millionth customer on, on their charter plane uh, group, their Sun Country. And it was so cool to be there and watch the people come off the plane. They all got gift bags and balloons. But I had no idea that that program was that big. You know, they've, they've serviced 90 cities. Uh, and they're bringing a million new faces to this community and, you know, they're exposed to our southern charm and hospitality. And what do they do? They go home and tell all their friends. So they're going to get on the next plane or they're going to get in the car and drive over. So it's, it's a brilliant marketing tool. And it's done extremely well for the bow. I wish a couple more casinos would jump on something like that. Yeah, they have done it. They've done it at a level that has been truly remarkable. There are a couple of couple of um, different graphics that came with that announcement. One was, uh, first of all, one was actually a picture, but it showed the pit people who, from the from the Bow Revage team, people from the community, from the airport, who were, who were, who were there for that celebration. And, and just looking at the faces, you could tell this was a very serious moment for them, and they wanted to celebrate it. But the other is you pointed out that that graphic showing these communities they're flying people in from and it was just this web of lines that go all over the United States. And what what people may not realize is they're very strategic about it and they're mm-hmm. very smart about it. And they don't always let people know where, where their target markets are because there's a competitive nature to what they do. Yep. And they've really revolutionized that. And as you will as you will learn when you talk to Clay Williams from the, exec, the executive director of the uh, Gulfport Biloxi International Airport, you learn that that component, that casino component is one of the reasons why uh, our airport did fairly well during the pandemic because we, we've got the military component, the business component, the, the casual traveler, which that business was down dramatically, and the charter business from casinos, which is a huge part of the airport's overall revenue stream. Uh, that diversification has been important, not just to the Boer Vodge, but it's been important to the airport and our community. And we can't overstate that either, can we? No, because you listen, once these new people get here, you know, they don't want to spend, you know, I think they're there for three or four nights on these on these junkets. Uh, but they'll go across the street and, and go to Mary Mahoney's or they'll go to Ocean Springs. Or they'll take a car trip or down to Bay St. Louis. They'll do some shopping and uh, dining. Uh, so that exposure, it, it, well, I'll say this. I bet most of them never even had Mississippi on their bucket list to come visit, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, so we're bringing all this new blood and, and they get excited. They have a a good time, maybe even win a little money, and they go home and tell all the friends. Or next time they come back, they're going to bring a couple more friends. So it's it's 
It's a brilliant yeah, marketing a, idea. There's a cumulative effect that comes from that. Terry Green even talked about people that he runs into in the horse racing business who come to Costa Mississippi always point out how good the people are, how nice the people are. I mean, that's our that as we, we've discussed before, that's our competitive advantage. Hey, let's shift gears and talk about M2 Media for just a second. Just in general, how's how's business? We're doing really well. Um, you know, there's a, a an old saying, "Prince is dead," and I always correct everybody as well that some print is dead you know what's happened in the daily newspaper business uh but the specialty publications group uh the glossy magazines that we do are really staying strong uh we just put out a 244 page women in business issue for september you know that's a lot of pages it is you know i've got a staff about 10 or 12 and it's all 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 hands on deck to get that one out the door then we're going to follow up with a big issue of discover where doing the Peter Anson Festival Guide. We just did the Hancock County Tourism book. Uh, we just did the Gaming News 30th Anniversary of Gaming. Uh, we just put out two big issues of Jackpot. So there's a lot going on. Um, and then we'll, I think we just did the Ocean Spring Shopping Guide like four or five months ago. So uh, there's a lot going on. We've got about 10 publications now. You know, I started off with just Jackpot, North and South, and now we've built up to 10. That's as big as I want to be. I don't, you know, some people came to me with some ideas. I said, no, I'm I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. No, well, congratulations on all your success, but you've you've provided a wonderful service for Coastal Mississippi and so many different mechanisms. And now your ability to do the specialty publications, working with chambers and tourism organizations. I mean, why not? Because that's what you do. You publish and you're good at it. And why not? You know, do that for other people, which is what you're doing now. And that's exciting. Um, you also do spend a lot of time in the community. We talked about you mentioned the Renaissance to Ronway working with the Baker. McCarty Foundation and IP, but you know, Tide was on recently, and what a what an incredible, inspiring story that is. But the the fact that 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 particular event has become what it has become, it's remarkable. I would listen when it first came out. I said, "What? You know, a yeah, a, a fashion show? I don't. I'm not sure I understand it." And it and then it just evolved, and it had has this unique approach and. Wow, buddy, it's a big deal. It is. Uh, you know, I think the, the key is our, quote, models are community leaders. Um, and we use nothing but local boutiques. You know, they have to have brick and mortar uh, local boutiques. And ideally, advertising South Mississippi Living Magazine was another key factor. But um, but it's really grown into something. And, you know, uh, uh, we're, we're switching over from the IP to the Bluxy Civic Center uh, well, we can fit in 20 more tables. So we, we just sold out all those. So we'll have over 700 people this year. Uh, I think close to 90 models, 15 or 16 boutiques. And, our, you know, it looks like we just had a, a board meeting here today, a committee meeting. And it looks like we've, we've surpassed $175,000 uh, in, in, in profitability right now. And that all goes to local kids' scholarships and school programs uh, and about, uh, I think, a dozen charity groups that help us raise funds, too. So exciting, man. Yeah. I, I love I love talking about organizations like the Baker McCarty Foundation. And, you know, whether you're talking about Community Foundation or United Way or Red Cross, it doesn't, you know, you can name them all. They all do really important work. And um, you can't have enough nonprofit energy. You can't, you know. Yeah. And when you can do it, when you can do an event like Rena Renaissance to Runway, where you engage people, create a fun night that people really enjoy, and you raise a lot of money at the same time, it's a, it's a great win-win. But boy, have th has this event 
garnered a lot of attention. It's, that's been pretty exciting to be a part of, hasn't it? It is. And it, it's, a, it's a cool, uh, you know, when, when Todd and I first started this idea, uh, I said, well, first of all, it, 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 it talks about shopping locally with the boutiques. I'm in. Uh, then it talked about helping out charities. Mary and I said, great, we're in. So it's a great, a great fit for South Mississippi Living to be the, the, the key sponsor of this thing. Uh, and it's, it's the most money Mary and I give to any organization. Uh, we've given a lot to the uh, aquarium stuff and several other charities, but this is the, our, our, our biggest contribution that we do each year. And it's, you know, we've been blessed, so we, we, we love giving back. And it's a perfect fit for our, for our media company to be involved in this stuff. And when you see the money raised and you see the people and the community leaders we put on stage and, and how much fun they're having, um, it, it's really impactful. And it just, it, you know, our whole staff gets involved and we just feel, again, blessed that we're involved in that and we can, we can help out and step up and give back. You mentioned to me recently that uh, since 1994, you have gotten to the point where you're almost at a million dollars of contribution back to the community. And, um, and, and aside from that, just aside from that for a second, I want you to say in the final minute or two that we have left that your commitment to the community is about staying in touch with what's going on in the community. You, certainly you're, you're contributing and you're mm-hmm. building a better community, but you see the relationship between understanding what's going on in the community and having the voice of your product sort of represent that. And you, if you're not involved and you're not willing to burn the midnight oil and get in the trenches like everybody else, yep. you don't have that connection, do you? No. And, uh, you know, a, a cool thing about having a, a lifestyle magazine is that, Mary and I attend anywhere like 10, 12, 15 events a month. And some people would say, oh, my God, that's terrible. I, I don't want to give up all those nights. But that's part of our business. That's part of our business model. And we love it. And, and, and what better chance do you get to go out and, and meet all these community leaders who are on these boards and ask them, you know, what, how else can we help out or, you know, how can you help me sometimes? So yeah. it's, a, it's a win-win situation. And Mary and I love it. We just you know, we've been to, you know, we just went to a model mixer at the IP the other night. We, we got some events this weekend. We've got more next week, uh, but we love it. It's, it's great. You know, we're, we're empty nesters now, kind of like you are. Uh, no grandchildren yet. We're, we're working on that. Uh, but it, we can get away now. You know, we yeah. can get away. We can do a lot more events. But I, what I will say about you and Mary, and this goes back to when we first met, you guys have always been incredibly good about connecting. You just, you're just, you're a master connector. You, you build a framework of friends and business uh, associates that is probably unparalleled. I mean, I bet your Rolodex is as good as anybody. I bet it's as good as mine. Even you know, having done 600 shows here in Cozy, I've got a pretty darn good Rolodex. I bet yours competes with it. Yeah. Well, but you, anyway, you're, my, you're, you're perfect fit for your show, Ricky. Thank, I appreciate it, my friend. Contact, but um, yeah, we love it here. It's just you know, again, we're blessed and just to be here. So yep. We're out of time, but this is Michael Sunderman, and it's been a visit. It's been a, a wonderful visit, my friend. As always, thanks. Stay out of right hand force. Uh, you bet. You bet. We'll see you after this break. Bye. Subscribe for free to the Coast View Podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.